Hey, welcome to Featured Creatures. I am Alan. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Man, I went through so much hassle today to piss in a cup. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Uh, did I send... Did I... Uh, was I too tired to send the message that said the place called me back, finally? No, we, no, we I got, got the message. there. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember if I sent it or if I dreamed it. Both. So I had to go... First, I had to pick up my car from the mechanic. Then I had to go to the place to pick up a slip to go to... <laughs> the urgent care to get a drug test and i had to fill they have like a whole extra sheet to fill out just for covid wow i had to wait like 45 minutes just to pee in a cup yeah you'd think that could be like a self-serve kind of thing right it's like here's your form okay here's the thing just do it and dump it in this box well it's because they have to like semi make sure that uh you're not cheating on it (laughs) i guess that's true but i mean like how like build a better mousetrap right they made me empty my pockets, and then... Do you have a small person down one of your pant legs? I mean, the, like, I told you the way my dad did it. He, like, pissed in a con or had me piss in a condom, because I was a small, small lad. Double sleeve it, tape it to his inner thigh, and then, like, when he had to go into the stall to do the drug test, just, like, poke a hole in it. Yeah. Oh, I remember man. this. Lord have mercy. That's a free one for y'all. Man, my dad made a bunch of money selling my pee. That's <laughs> and to think you never got a cut too. That's the yeah, worst you never, part. Never saw a single penny of it. I got a roof over my head. Yeah, yeah but that's at what true. cost? He had a roof, a roof, three walls, and a bear. Is was your payment? He wasn't selling my pee when we had only three walls. Okay, this was right. in the sweet time before that when he wasn't paying rent to my grandparents. I see. Okay. Yeah, they had four walls then. <laughs> okay okay no that's that's, that's fine that afford the walls with his pee you know there's like there's a whole blue mountain state episode about this where it's like they like they have to get drug tested so they can keep playing football and like instead of just like they have like more than enough time to just not do absurd amounts of drugs and just be fine uh but instead of that they go through all these crazy schemes like one of which involves like using like a turkey baster to like insert pee into your bladder <laughs> there's like this way like it works perfectly you just shoot it back in there and it's fine it's just like why even bother what no. like just, no i'm good <laughs> no it's like it's like i'm you just like maybe just don't do drugs guys maybe maybe the last time before this that i get a drug test i just didn't have to pee to prepare, I've like downed a gallon of tea and a bunch of other just liquids today. Oh man, so it was like freaking just brown. It came out of there like <laughs> freaking it was gold. Texas tea. No, it was just uh by the time like I so I left here. Uh, I left my house around like 12:30 and it was like 2 by the time I got to the urgent care. So I had to pee so fucking bad. <laughs> I got to go. I couldn't even like finish when I was uh like filling up the cup. Because, like, oh, and don't worry about flushing it. There's, like, the water's turned off. So I'm like, I'm not gonna... Alright, I'll fill up the cup and then wait to get home. Jesus. No, I would've just peed in the toilet. That's You can, you can deal with that. <laughs> wow, this has been a fascinating episode of Peachered Peachers featuring pee. <laughs> I was gonna say featured peachers. So Enjoy speaking of pee... Next week. Bye, everyone. Speaking <laughs> of pee, let's get to today's featured creature. Yeah. Oh, interesting wait, wait, let's segue. talk about the people at school who, who uh, peed in the sink. The people. I yeah. don't think I know that. No, yeah, this I is also... a Cal Arts. Oh, okay. So yeah. it, you're saying it was deliberate and not an act of just blind stupidity. It was stupidity. an act of laziness where they, um, 
these are the people that that hotbox the entire building every week and uh they just decided to pee in the sink and uh you know one day i washed my hands there and you know my friend swam god rest his soul my demon brother uh he's like no 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 no, don't use that sink i was like why is he like, no no that's that's the homie sink and i was like okay is there a bunch and, of like uh, coin machine things just like hanging around it i think so <laughs> a bunch of small i think that's what clogged it up they just caricatures they just jammed the homies in there they just melted down homies in the sink <laughs> and they're like oh no how do we get rid of this and they just peed in the sink every week and flooded it till it's just covered in piss what i like to think garrett i'm sorry i'm totally i'm I, i'm totally talking over alan's story no this is it it like tribute it's like a if there was like a they took all the homies and cast them in resin and then made a sink out of that. It's a resin. It's literally wow. a homie sink. <laughs> I am surprised I haven't seen that on uh, on Facebook. I'm I'm googling it right now. I'm googling it. Homies cast in resin, which is I I can only imagine what that's gonna be. Today's featured creature. Oh, the homies, the Loveland <laughs> Frogman, aka Loveland Frog, aka Loveland Lizards, okay. aka. Bill up uncle aka the frongos <laughs> that's just like i i think i said this last time it just sounds like a parody of like a british invasion era you know you've heard of the turtles and the beatles now it's the frongos <laughs> i'm sure i said this before because that's that's what it sounds like I mean, if i ever did that i would you know, bowl cut suit frongos uh from claremont county ohio ohio yes ohio a four foot tall leathery skinned biped with frog-like face as well as webbed hands and feet and a bowler hat correct bowler hat cigar no bowler hat i mean i guess some of them can wear bowler hats it's a rich rich culture the frongos have but we're not going to be talking much about them we're not we're just going to be spreading the lies and propaganda oh cool i love that and then in a bonus thing a special thing coming up. All of the secrets will be told. <laughs> that have been told to us over a year's time. Yep. <laughs> the creature lives in a temperate forest and is able to survive the cold winters of the region without having to hibernate. The frogmen apparently have the physical ability to use stick, uh, sticks-like tools. However, they also have an ability... Okay, this is written poorly. It says they also have an ability as they can use those sticks to admit sparks like a wand. Do they have funny little words like Shalakazum? <laughs> Wingardium Shablagu. <laughs> and Bradley Bigolter. <laughs> this could mean that the frogs have an ability to control electricity in some way, which is not where I would go because you can't conduct electricity through wood. <laughs> Yeah, no, they, I mean, it, I know the story's about frogs, but even then, that's quite a leap. Well, Am no, I right? Like, Mr. Uh, Worldwide! That's the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all right. They're all right here, you know? Wow. All right. Uh, no, it makes sense. It's like when the trees get hit by lightning. Yeah, they just lightning explode. Lightning hits wood. Yeah. 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 Well, they got to get to all that gooey, gooey, uh, you know, wood juice on the inside. Yeah, the sap. Exactly. Yeah. The squirrel goo. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel goo. There's gold in then there trees. That's my favorite Nickelodeon like children's toy made by, you know, Jack's Pacific. Squirrel goo. Squirrel goo. It comes in like a it comes in like a squirrel thing and you squeeze it and it just like comes out of like the nose and eyes and ears and it's, it's like a can be, it's like it's right next to the phloem. Exactly. Squand, you know, it's just another one of those. Yeah. Only nineties kids remember this. Sorry, millennials. 
Okay, you'll never get to jump around in your moon shoes and and squeeze squirrels. I was so fucking jealous of all of my dad's friends' kids because they weren't my friends um, that had moon (laughs) shoes. Uh, Yeah, you're just forced to eat the squirrel goo for breakfast (laughs) and dinner. Uh, But the worst part is. I couldn't even like, hey, can I try those? Because every single like friend that had them uh, only had one pair, uh, like, one because they lost the other one. How? I I think he got destroyed. I think one broke, <laughs> and oh, they just man. kept the other one. I think your dad was just beating people with them. <laughs> His <laughs> dad was stealing them. them. He had a side hustle. He'd steal them and like, hey, uh, here you're missing a moon shoe. I have a stockpile. Oh, look at that. Just your size. 1955. The first moon she was stolen. And at approximately 3.30 a.m., an unnamed businessman claimed to have witnessed three bipedal quasi-reptilian entities congregating by the side of the road. The man pulled his car to the curb and observed these creatures for what he estimated to be about three minutes. During this time, he noticed that these strange beings stood between three and four feet tall, were covered with leathery skin, had webbed hands and feet, but their most distinguishing characteristic, however, was their distinctly frog-like heads. And this was in Ohio, not in Lancaster, right? Which the most, <laughs> most of those features. <laughs> which the man claimed bore deep wrinkles where their hair should have been. Yeah, definitely Lancaster. Palm Dalians. <laughs> nah, these are more by, like, Lake L.A. Yep. Just big old bulgy eyes, no hair, wrinkles, leathery skin. Mm-hmm. Too much meth and sunlight. Just as the man was about to leave, one of the creatures suddenly held... <laughs> suddenly held what the witness could only describe as a wand above its head. The anonymous source further claimed that sparks spewed out of the end of this device. He left post-haste. And that's the first Loveland frog sighting. Just imagine you pull over and you see three frogs just walk out of a bar. You just start shooting off sparks for no reason. (laughs) Fucking blasting sparklers everywhere. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's my, my first thought is like literal children in frog masks playing with sparklers. How old are sparklers did they exist in 1955 and then i just went to every kung fu movie i've ever seen that has children <laughs> right. in the streets i'm like yeah, oh yeah, the yeah chinese no, invented fire. fireworks yeah. millions of years ago <laughs> yes millions of years ago impossible the earth's only six thousand years old i didn't say they invented them on earth there we go <laughs> there we go <laughs> <laughs> March 3rd, 1972. 1 a.m. on a cold, clear night, Officer Ray Shockey was en route to Loveland via Riverside Road when he thought he saw a dog beside the roadway in a field on Tightwee Road. But then the thing stood up. Its eyes, illuminated by the car lights, looked at him for an instant, turned and leapt over a guardrail. Shockey saw it go down an embankment and into the little Miami River. He described the thing as weighing about 60 pounds, standing about three or four feet tall, and having a textured, leathery skin and a face like a frog or a lizard. Shockey drove to the police station and returned with Officer Mark Matthews to look for evidence of the creature. 
they turned up scrape marks leading down the side of the small hill near the river. That's not bad. There's actual physical evidence for this one. And this is our introduction to our main character, Officer Matthews. Really? So he's a, he's a reoccurring character in the saga. It's haunted him for his entire life. Really? <laughs> Same- he's, he's the scapegoat? He's the patsy that the, the government keeps pointing to? St. Patrick's Day, March 17, 1972. So just like 15 days later. Yeah. Uh, 14 days later, yeah. Officer Matthews was driving outside of Loveland when he had a similar experience. Seeing an animal lying in the middle of the road, he stopped to remove what he thought was a dead critter. Instead, when the officer opened his squeaky car door, the animal got up into a crouched position, uh, like a football player. The creature hobbled to the guardrail and lifted its leg over the fence, keeping an eye on Matthews the whole time. Taken aback by the frogman's reptilian visage, Matthews unholstered his revolver and took a shot at the creature. No! Which then proceeded to hobble over the side of the road and step over the guardrail, all while keeping a watchful eye on the trigger-happy officer. Uh, Matthews' frogman uh, matched the first officer's description down to the last detail with the exception of a tale which was absent in earlier reports. Wait, the Loveland Frogs have tails? Only in this third sighting. Okay. Maybe this one was like a tadpole. Uh, later in 72, no specified month or day, um, one area farmer told investigators he saw a large frog-like or lizard-like creature during the same month of the officer sightings. And this is, well, this is in Ohio, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to think of what could possibly, possibly resemble a large frog in Ohio. So there's a whole section on hoaxes. Okay. And the evidence they gave of it being a hoax was, there aren't any four-foot-tall bipedal frogs in Ohio. Well, yeah, there's four-foot-tall bipedal toads. <laughs> oh. Oh, you got it. And I'm like, if your arguments for why it's a hoax is it doesn't exist, it's not a very good argument because that's, it's just repeating your statement. Yeah. (laughs) I also like Shefton's classic, well, it's not real, therefore it loses the hippo battle. (laughs) The tried and true classic. The reports of the 1972 Frogman have been hard on the witnesses. Quote, those two officers took a lot of flack about the sighting back then said a local businessman who wished not to be identified. <laughs> People made fun of them. In the city. <laughs> huh, you wouldn't, you, who would have thought? In 1999, Officer Matthews was, uh, reneged somewhat on his tail. He now claims that the animal in question was nothing more than a large reptile which escaped from its owner. He further insists that the only reason he shot at the creature was to help confirm a fellow officer's story. A story which was, of course being met with predictable skepticism by their superiors. Uh-huh. Whether or not Matthew's change of heart was inspired by ridicule or the fading memory of an event from which he was 30 years removed, the fact remains that his own testimony counter-indicates his later hurt retraction. We, he was interviewed again in 2001 by a Weird Ohio. You know that book series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, cousin to Erie, Indiana. Officer Matthews, now retired, explained that the incident was, quote, Habitually blown out of proportion. He stated that, quote, it was and is no monster. Hmm. That's weird. Okay. I mean, you told us what it ain't. How about telling us what it am? It was not 
<laughs> okay. It was and is no monster. It was not leathery or had wet matted fur. It was not three to five feet tall. It did not stand erect. The animal I saw was obviously some type of lizard that someone had as a pet that either got too large for its aquarium, escaped by accident, or they simply got tired of it. It was less than three feet in length, ran across the road, and got, and was probably blinded by my headlights. It presented no aggressive action. Uh, Matthews attempted did not brandish a wand. Matthews attempted it definitely did not say shalakazoo. <laughs> I repeat, it did not say shalakazoo. <laughs> I want that on record. Matthews shalakazoo says Officer Matthews. <laughs> Matthews attempted. Well, God damn it! <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> I, I said the headline that is like shalakazoo. local officer repeats the word shalakazoo in in statement about Loveland frog sighting. It's just a quotation marks around shalakazoo dot dot dot, <laughs> and then like <laughs> Officer Matthews. Uh, Grainy photo of him raising his arms up, shouting shalakazoo. <laughs> It'd be like Matthews moments before repeatedly saying Shalakazoo. <laughs> Blinding the reporter with his lightning. <laughs> he, did he learn this from the Loveland Frog? Some say otherwise. <laughs> Others, yes. Oh. Matthews attempted to shoot the creature in order to back up the account of his partner, citing a few nights prior. But the lizard escaped, most likely to die from its injury or from the bitter oh. freezing cold. Yeah, he keep uh, everything I keep saying. Yeah, it was an iguana. I saw an iguana. Yeah. What I, if it was like a monolith that's got up on like what, what? I'll well, buy you and not let go ever. Running at him. <laughs> right. I they did do a quick that, right? Google search of alligators in Ohio, and there there is a little bit of a history of people illegally importing alligators and releasing them into like the the Miami River. Um. So like it, like. That area specifically, just people dumping pet alligators, totally, totally feasible. Yeah. Well, it's like that Shakespeare guy who imported all the Shakespeare birds. Someone's like, Miami should have all the alligators that beautiful Miami has. Let all Miamis of the world be investigated. Yes. With the crocs and roll with it. Exactly. Well, they're in the water. Yeah, so gotta roll with they it. Can, well, it was in the water until they came up in that car. And then you can't, then you're, then you're, you know, eh. August 2016. Local Cincinnati TV stations reported that a night of fun turned into a chilling tale of terror when two teenagers playing Pokemon Go between Loveland, <laughs> Loveland Road and Lake Isabella claimed to see a giant frog near the lake on August 3rd that stood up and walked on its hind legs. And then Toxicroak used Poison Spike. The part about that on the Wikipedia page said it was a hoax because it was a kid in a costume, but there was no <laughs> link to an article or anything related to it, so... And they just made a completely unsubstantiated claim? Yeah. Mm. It even says citation needed on the on Wikipedia. Wow. Wow. That's when you know you goofed when even Wikipedia is like, this is real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pop culture. There is a musical... From May 2014, about the Loveland Frog Man called no. Hot Damn, it's the Loveland Frog. And I can't find a single fucking clip of it anywhere. The one time I wanted to see something that isn't Cats the Movie. I know. Like, I looked so hard for, like, a clip. Like, all the articles didn't have a sound clip. because It was from, on some, like, fringe festival, too. So, it doesn't uh, exist. Like, it exists. Yeah. 
for those people and only those people. Oh, wow. Classic. Uh, James... you know, it's too bad. Because that's how most musicals should be. Yes. Starlight Express should never have left the people who saw it. <laughs> James Renner's science fiction slash mystery novel, The Man from Primrose Lane, features a fictionalized version of the Frogman. And then Matt Roberts' horror fiction anthology, Lil Horror Stories for the Soul, also features a fictionalized version of the Loveland Frog in the novella Suburban Legend. Can it oh. beat a hippo? Yes. It has yep. a magic wand. It can beat a hippo. It has a stick that can shoot sparks. It can turn it, anything into I mean, a stick to shoot sparks. Like hippos live in water. Water conducts electricity. Ergo, hippos conduct electricity. Hippos, nature's greatest conductor. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you, Shefton. But just because I think Billup could take a hippo, if need be. I know <laughs> oh, he yeah. wouldn't want to. He would have no it's need a to. to all creatures. But if there was a like, if somehow a crazed hippo was attacking, I think Billup could come out on top. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Okay. But not to do with the because you know they just LARP. <laughs> That's true. A uh, bunch of Harry Potter fans, big old nerds. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord, have mercy. Just imagine you're you're a four foot tall frog man, and all of a sudden, some kind of giant hippo comes barging his way into your house. You're just like, "Excuse me, sir, this is my home." <laughs> just hippo roars at you, and starts smacking everything, pooping all over the place. Yep. Oh, what if it's that nice hippo who's a waiter? Yeah, well, he is trying his best. Yeah. You know what happens if a hippo comes into your house? I feel like this is a setup to an extremely dad joke. No, it's the same thing that happens, what if, happens? if you get bit by an alligator or a crocodile. <laughs> you just you gotta roll with it. You just roll with it. You just gotta roll with it. There's nothing else you can do. You just wait for him to leave. Yep, you wait for him to be done with whatever he's doing <laughs> and hope to God he leaves. <laughs> he just sits down and it's like, nah, I just live here now. You hope to Kelly Mbembe that he leaves. Indeed. Yeah, it is my favorite one of those give a mouse a cookie books is when you give a hippo your house deed. <laughs> uh, you give a moose a muffin and give a mouse a cookie and a hippo the deed to your home. I mean, you know, that is how you, you know, cripple the hippo because it inherits all your debt. So I've been it. trying to pass it off to hippos for years. Uh, hippos gotta... don't care about debt. They will just kill any debt collector that comes. <laughs> well, that's the plan, you know, just let them do it. <laughs> let the hippo and once once a hippo basically. has a house, it's unstoppable. Well, it's just gonna knock the house down. <laughs> if like some cops show up to like take care of the hippo, they have to come into the house and they are trapped. <laughs> They've entered the hippo's domain. All those twists and turns in a home, like those guns give little advantage against a hippo then. Yeah. I mean, there's so much of it, you know, so much hippo. But also the surprise element of just charging through walls. Now, care. I really, really want to make a home invasion movie that the home invader is a hippo. <laughs> I mean, I'm imagining more. This is like one of those like old Sega, like light gun arcade games where it's it's a haunted house. But instead, <laughs> it's just hippos. There's like a whole thing. There's like a hippo just like charging down the hallway. And you just got to blast it before it gets to you. Oh, yeah, like the Jurassic Park ride of the movable car? <laughs> yes, exactly like that. I'm just thinking funny games, but with hippos. Good God. I'm into that. <laughs> um, too upsetting for me. I couldn't handle it. Plugmendations. I want to go last. I got I to gotta try to remember something. Someone else go before me. I think I passed last week. You can do that. <laughs> I think you've passed in the past also. <laughs> I think I can always pull something out of, out of the hippo air. I'll go. I'll go twice. I got two things, maybe. You say a thing, and I'll think. If... 
I got anything. I, I just finished reading John Conway's On Numbers and Games, and that's actually pretty fascinating. A lot of it went over my head, though, but it's great. He comes to the same conclusions in his numbers of surreal numbers as Alfred Yari does in the calculated the circumference of God. That's pretty <laughs> funny. Surrealism. Surrealist numbers meet proto-surrealist numbers. Who'd have thunk? Hmm. Okay, I figured one out. Okay, what's yours? Uh, there is, only because of the Loveland Frogman, there's a podcast uh, called Crypta. It's a comedy narrative podcast. And uh, in one episode, Holden McNeely plays the Loveland Frog and is killed in that episode. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> so I'll, I'll post uh, that show. That'll be my plug, Crypta. Which I think I have plugged before. I believe so. Oh, you know, okay. I actually know what I'm what I'm going to plug. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I, some of our listeners might know who who James E. Cornette is, but for those that don't know, he's like a old wrestling personality. He worked as like a wrestling manager for a long time. Um, but he's like extremely crotchety now, uh, but that's not entirely important. He ran a promotion called Smoky Mountain Wrestling uh, in like the 80s. Uh, and somebody has just been uploading like a bunch of old episodes of it to YouTube. So like if you just like sm- search Smoky Mountain Wrestling, you can find it. Uh, some of it is like just incredible. Some of it's not that great, um, but it just for people cutting like old-timey style promos where you just like it's live and it's one person holding a microphone and another yeah. person just yelling into it about what they're going to do it's just absolute master class of how to cut a promo it's great so i recommend looking for that smoky mountain wrestling cool. on youtube cool i will look for that yeah i love that that era yeah yelling. you should check out our patreon <laughs> For a dollar, you can vote on future episodes, like Lovelin Frog. It was up against some tough contenders, but it did beat out some named atmospheric beasts, thank God. I, I'm willing to give them a shot. I also am very, very interested in and the named atmospheric beasts. We only got one person who's even willing to want to vote for him, so... <laughs> I guess I gotta vote. Uh, and for five dollars, no. you can join our Discord server, and you get a sticker for signing up either way. Access to the archive vault. Disney vault of Bill Up episodes. The Bill Up thing's gonna be on the regular feed. How do we explain that? Yeah. Okay, so we in past episodes I should have I have a list of them, but it's not near me. Um uh, we got some mail from a Frongo, a Loveland Frogman, uh, and he became our field reporter, and I'm going to compile them better <laughs> with better audio quality into a little bonus episode i hope it'll come out near this episode but i it might not yeah because we gotta like i'm worried that there's not going to be any record that we're gonna have to like literally listen to the episodes and transcribe them no that's uh what i'm expecting i'm gonna have to do because that is what i'm also expecting because i lost the emails yeah but uh also just uh twitter at Fikri, f-e-a-c-r-e uh and you can send us an email or a voice like memo thing on uh at our email, featuredcreaturepod at gmail.com. And remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. Shalakazoo! Chomp!